Yo, yo, yo. You already know it's time to go, go, go. Welcome to the show. What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is another episode of Think It or Thinker versus Speaker. I don't mess the name up. Another episode of Thinker versus Speaker. I am Marissa the Thinker, and I have another special guest in the building today. We got my uncle Danny. Man, so many things. We got we got husband, we got father, grandfather. Uh, what I want to I want to call you a seaman, but we got a we we got a military, huh? Seaman good, seaman good, but uh, chief. You can call me the chief. I'm just that'll be good too. Chief, okay, we're gonna call you Chief Danny for the rest of the episode. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got my uncle Danny in the building. Would you like to introduce yourself before we get started? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, uh, first of all, I just want to give a give a shout out to everybody out there and all my military people. But uh, my, I'm Danny Yarbrough. Uh, I'm Marissa's uh, uncle, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. She asked me to come on and talk a little bit about uh, my military experience, you know, being that it's close to Veterans Day, uh, and just give a little insights about the military. You know, uh, I have a, you know, a, a, li- a little bit of experience in the military. I did eight years, and, uh, you know, so... I just want to come come on to give a little little bit about life and and about the life in the military and uh, you know you don't know who you'll touch out there <laughs> you know so and that that's my introduction you know uh, uh, so we gonna get it on today. All right, all right, all right. And you said you spent eight years in the military. I don't I don't exactly know the um, proper term for it, but is that like two terms? Is that what yeah. they call? That that's that's two terms. Uh, uh, that's two terms. That's it's four years uh, term when I was in there. You know, uh, the, you know the older term for the people like like my father and your grandfather. You know, I think they were drafted, so it was two years. You know. Oh, okay. And uh, so there there's a process that you have to go through. You know, uh, we had we had boot camp. Uh, and then we had our training schools that we had to go through. So we had to learn uh, uh, our jobs that we're going to do once we're out in the field. And, mm-hmm. then, uh, and then so we had our schooling and then we uh, got transferred to our base. And that's that's where we lived and worked and went back and forth. And, uh, and so I done that and then... Uh, uh, when I had my son, they they sent me back home, and during that time, I I I, I asked them to let me recruit. You know, so mm-hmm. I was one of the you know first youngest, the youngest people that one of the youngest petty officers that that recruited in St. Louis. And uh, really, uh, yeah, yeah, I was one of the youngest. Normally, they let you have to be a chief petty officer to do that, and uh, which let me I'm gonna use other terms so you can understand. <laughs> yeah. So normally you have to be an E7 uh, in ranking to do that, but I was an E5. Uh-huh. But I had good good enough evaluations where, uh, you know, where they let me, they allowed me to do that if I would make it through the schooling. And schooling was, uh, you had like eight weeks cramped, you know, you had like a, a half of a year cramped up in eight weeks that you had to get through. And, oh, wow. And so that was, it was tough, you know, but, but we made it, made it through that, you know? Yeah. And so, so I, and you know, I'll let you ask me a couple of questions and then we'll break down some of the things that you had to go through for each one. Cause you know, right. have some other questions. I don't want to just talk you out. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So, um, when did you, when did you decide to, um, join the military and what made you do so? Uh, so, so, uh, of course, you know, I was, I was, I'm from the St. Louis area and from the city of St. Louis. And I learned at an early age that, uh, St. Louis was a place that, 
I, I just didn't want, I, you know, as a young man, I just didn't want to, I wanted to be able to expand. So yeah. I wanted to have an opportunity to travel and stuff like that. So I had a job, you know, because I worked at Purina out of, out of uh, high school. You did? Uh, yeah, I, I actually went to work. Uh, uh, I was in work study as a senior. Oh, is that what my dad did too? But he just did it for. He did. They did it for some, probably some, somebody somewhere else. Cause I think Jail was Jerry was my brother Jerry. He was uh, with like shells or something. That's what my dad did. I think. Yeah, they worked at shells and they got paid while they was in school. But most of us, most most of the brothers, you know, we we was done with school early enough where they they gave us an opportunity. So. Some people worked a half a day, and then they did the academics during the earlier part of the day. Mm-hmm. But Purina had a program where they, uh, well, I, I was allowed to go down there all day, and they so they we took business classes, you know, from uh, administration to data processing. You know, it was a different type of school. You know, like you had to stand up and present yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. every, every Monday, I had to stand up and uh, and, and and give a life story, a, a newspaper story, something about Congress or something like that. And I had to speak an hour, you know. So it was it was a business class that you took, and then I went and I worked during the evenings. I mean, during the afternoons. And uh, so down there, uh, I think my job down there you know i was actually cutting up animals and stuff you know oh okay uh-huh and then so what happened was when i went to the military and i went into recruiting you know uh, i learned about all the laws and stuff so when i called uh back to perina when i got out they gave me my job back in all my years oh that's cool mm-hmm. and and then, and then actually like I told you, I was cutting animals. I was cutting pigs and all that stuff and, and dog food. You know, I was actually, you know, working with the science scientists down there uh, and they was getting the ingredients for dog food and stuff like that. Right. So, but what ended up happening when I went to the military where I worked in, uh, I worked as an engineer. That, that was my, my rating. So I worked as an engineer. I went to school and I worked in what they call a gang. Worked on boilers and I worked on pumps, rebuild pumps. Well, that translated to me going into the job that I retired from, which was maintenance. Mm, okay. So, so it worked out. So you learned you you got your job kind of from the military. I, I got I got your career, I should say. I got jobs in the career, you know, from from the military. And uh, and I, I I and really I see the military is like a, out there is like a your your ship is like a little city. And mm-hmm. They don't have they don't have what we call civilians or people other people on there outsiders on there. We have to do everything from being barbers to cooks to refueling aircrafts, to flying the aircrafts, you know? So we do all of that our own self. Right. And so it all, it translates to to what you do outside. It translates to what you do in the civilian world. And, gotcha. Uh, it, so in, it's opportunity. So you, what, what, you don't get opportunities like that in the civilian world. They don't let you mess with million dollar equipment uh you know out here without not knowing what you're doing so you get that opportunity to do that and so you have a good resume behind you right yeah i i even had on my resume i'm gonna tell you how versatile we was i i even was in charge of uh what they call the jet propel pump room uh and I was. I had a group of people that I was in charge of that refueled the uh, helicopters when they came on board. That's cool. As a young man, you yeah, know, you're talking about a twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three year old young man. Yeah, you ain't that old. 
Right, and that's the kind of experience you get, and that, and it does something to your, you know, in the in the world where people don't, you might people don't trust you with stuff and stuff like that. You you got to do it. They teach it to you, and you have to do it. It almost sounds like you get empowered in a sense. You, you, you get empowered. It, it was one of Marissa was one of the, the greatest things that that I didn't know at the time. You know, because sometimes as a young person, you know, coming from where we come from, we are ungraceful about stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, we don't know. We don't know how good we have it, and we don't know what what we being trained for. You know. Yeah. And we just sometimes we it take a long time before we can humble ourselves to enjoy, you know, to get the, the rewards from that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, I I I'm very grateful, you know, I'm where I am am today because of, you know, some of the things. I, I had no idea uh where my footsteps was leading. But I, I didn't ever I never lived out fear. I always, you know, I wanted to go do things and you know, I I've been able to jump off ships and all that stuff into the <laughs> ocean. Yeah. For of a young man that didn't know how to swim. Ooh. So yeah. You know, I didn't know. Is that how you learned how to swim? Or they taught you how to swim before you did that? No, that that's the see, now you now you're getting into the boot camp part. So <laughs> but, but since you asked about it, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. So you got an Olympic style pool this is one of your tests that you had to go through besides shooting a gun and different things like that but so you got an olympic side pool and you got a long line i mean it might be bigger than an olympic side pool but you got a long line so you have to climb all the way up this you know it's like maybe 18 levels i think it's specially designed it's the size of a ship it'll be like going off an aircraft carrier Oh, you, you so you had you got this long line, and when you get to the top, you know, it's there's no no life vest or none of that. But what you have to do, even if you fear if you say you can't swim or whatever, but they they you put your you cross your both of your arms and you jump off the the thing, but they got lifeguards down there, uh huh. So that's to break your fear from from you know, oh wow. Uh-huh. So from the know, top of an aircraft carrier, it, it's about the size of an aircraft carrier. It'll be simulated, and so you jump jump off of it. But you got but you got people down there to catch you, right? And then you got to find a way. It no matter how you swim, they they'll be down there with you. Uh huh. And then you got to try to swim the length of of a pool, you know. And if you can't, then they'll just have you come back, and they'll learn you how to swim. Oh wow! Yeah, so you, you had to break your fear uh, from there. Yeah, because I mean, I, I mean, I guess it's it's necessary, right? Because if, if anything was to happen, because y'all will be out at sea, you know, really at some point. So right. if you if the time ever came where you would have to actually jump off of the ship, mm-hmm. you can't be afraid. Right, and then and then you know we talked about this one time too. So. When you get done with that, they go over. Now you know how sailor uniforms made, right? Uh. You got the bell bottoms, and you got the black nice shirt with the sleeves, with the open sleeves and everything. Right. The the white uniforms, right? Like that. I, I hate to say that Popeye uniform, but the Popeye uniform. Yeah, the Popeye uniform, and 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 you know the Popeye uniform and the dungarees is what we used to call them. Now they change now. Uh huh. So those uniforms made like that because they float. Huh. They're actually, they're actually floating devices. How? Well. If I had to jump in the ship, all I'd do is tie the legs up. Tie the legs up and grab the bottom of the shirt, right? Grab the mm-hmm. bottom of the shirt and jump in the water like that. And the, the arms are the arms will cover up my come up cover up my shoulder and I push the push the shirt down in the water. And they oh, show, wow. they showed you that. They show you that. See, our survival, our survival tips is out there. It's it's out there, you know. And, mm-hmm. and then one of our tests that we had, uh, 
you know, as you go in, as you, as you, you know, when you're on a ship and stuff like that, let's say you get, uh, uh, and then it's all, this, this is scaring somebody with all this stuff, but you know, we train <laughs> for this. We yeah, because you have to know, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to experience it. So if something happened that, you know, you, your torpedo or something come to the side of the ship. Uh-huh. So we, we talk, we go to a class and it's a shoring, shoring class where they simulate that where they fill the pool up with water and you have to go and take boards and stuff this stuff in there. You have a group of three people to shore it up so, you know, and why the water coming in. And does that mean like plugging like a hole? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so you plug the hole and then, you know, before the water get so high, you know, uh-huh. and you're dewatering and stuff. But you train for all of this stuff. You train for it. Wow. So, so, uh-huh. Go ahead. And and, the, and that training, that all happens in, in boot camp or is it a process? Well, you know, okay, most, okay, in boot camp, <clears throat> that's a little later on because, you know, after you get a little more senior, uh, you know, because they have teams that can do that. They want you to know it. Yeah. But they'll group you up with somebody a little more senior when something like that happens. But they expect you to be able to kind of help out on that. But but as far as boot camp, now, what boot camp is, is, is you know, uh, like if you, you I'm going to use you as an example. Mm-hmm. So when you go in there, they change everything about you. They can't they can't use you the way you are. So they change the way you walk. They change the way you talk. The way you wear your clothes. Uh, how you wake up. They change your vocabulary uh, to a military style. And because they can't have one person saying stuff. Uh, using uh, language, you know, like us as uh, African Americans or blacks, mm-hmm. and whites using stuff. Some white don't even understand the way we talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so everybody got to be as one. So, so they change everything, like for, uh, port and starboard, bulkhead. Uh, uh, you know, that's the walls. They're, uh Everything, they they change everything. They do all the wording is, is is changed, you know. And uh, like the way you wake up, the way you do your bed, you know, you don't you don't straighten your bed up the way you used to. You know, they got creases that they put in it. <laughs> when you do your pants, they you know you have to spit sign your shoes, and, but it's all the same. Yeah, everybody, everybody do it the same. And so even, so they change all of that. And then also, you know, like you go through all the things that you might uh, uh, have that happen, all the things that may happen out in the fleet, you know. Uh, So you have, you have, uh, you have to go through the gas chamber. What does that mean? Okay. The gas chamber is like, so if you in war, or some, or if somebody throw a must, uh, uh, throw a mustard bomb or, or chemicals, uh, they, then you know they make your eyes watery. They make you throw up and all that stuff. Oh wow! So, so you go in with a mask that you can actually breathe, and then they make uh, everybody take their mask off, and then you have to you have to sit there and count to about twenty five so you can see how it feel, so so you can be disciplined, you know, because some people f- get scared or nervous, uh, so they have to let you know how their gas feel, you know, like if you you can't take it off, you know, because you know if you take it off, it it you know you can't your vision and stuff will go you know go bad and stuff like that, you know. And I think that's the same chemicals that they use, like uh, when the when the police going into stuff and they throw little smoke bombs and stuff like that, and it make you cough and spit up and your eyes burn 
and all of that stuff. Well, they want it's all it's all about discipline. You know, it's all about discipline. So, so they kind of it kind well. It sounds like a couple of things. Because for one, I hear that you saying like it it makes you fearless because you kind of have to face all of your fears. And you said that you had to do that with the mask off. Like you had to stand in there with the mask off. So you have your mask on when you first go in there. And then they everybody do things as a team. And then they tell everybody to take it off. And then what they want you to be able to do is done your mask, clear it out. And then you then you stay in there for about, you know, another 15 minutes to make sure you've done it right. You know what I'm saying? So it's about discipline. And what's that like? What was that experience like having to do that? It, it was horrible. <laughs> I mean, but that's what they do because you know they wanna they wanna take you right to the edge. Uh huh. You know, and but they let you know that, you know, if you <clears throat> if you think about you know, and now I'm just using a different example because this is something you'll understand. Yeah. So if a person is out, like let's say like they're fighting a war over there right now. Right. right. So the first thing that you do in the city, if you hear a gunshot, what what comes to your mind? You're going to run. Or, yeah, you're going to run or at least try right. to figure out where it came from. Right. So, so, but you know, they, but you can't do that in the military. So that's, that's why they, they, they going to let you know how it feel and what goes through you and all that stuff because they got to discipline you, you know, and if, if some people, if they minds, you it change. You got you change. When you see somebody go in there, they go in one way, and when they come back out, they you know, they militant. You know because they've been they they've been through some stuff. Yeah, it, it changes. It's like a person that went through jail, and and uh, and they and when they come, they went in as a young man, and now you see them, you know, using those. What they do to iron, they you know they they know all the different stuff after about you know a couple years, you know. Yeah. So 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 okay. Um, with that being said, mm -hmm. um, how do you think that you were like? How do you see yourself before you went into the military, and how do you think it changed you like going through that process? Because how old were you when you went into it? Okay, I'm glad you asked that. <clears throat> So I went in, okay, I, I, I worked for a year at Purina, and then uh, I went in 19, I went in at 19 years old. Now, and then, then I got to give a shout out to my wife too, you know, because I know <laughs> I heard Marvin talk about, you know, yeah. But, so, hey, so, Margaret. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, uh, so me and and uh, and your aunt, you know, Margaret. So we we've been married forty years. Ooh. So I I went in there at nineteen, and at twenty one, uh, I can't. You know that that because you know Marvin tell you all about just like Val was his soulmate. You know, Margaret was my soulmate. So. Uh huh. Cause y'all grew up together too. We grew up, we grew up, we grew up together. Cause you know, when you talk about the kindergarten stuff, uh -huh. we grew up mm -hmm. together. We all knew each other. You know, of course I told you that, you know, me Val, and yeah. Val was a cheerleader and I played football and Marvin was there. And so uh, everybody, everybody know everybody. So, yeah, cause you and my uncle played football together. My mom's brother. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike Jones. Mike. Mm -hmm. <laughs> great running back. It was a joy blocking for him. Not the Super Bowl one. Don't 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 get it. Not that one. But, but yes. <laughs> hey, hey, look. Trust, trust me. Anybody that listening on here, anybody listening on here, man. That, like, why he's not uh, uh, in in the wasn't in the professionals. I don't know because that he, to me, he was one of the greatest running backs. Uh, play play in the JFL little league football. I heard he was good. And maybe Hatchcock, the dude could fly. He was hard running. Bo Jackson, you know, Bo Jackson, you know, but. Uh, he just chose Ben instead. I think, I, I think that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could have, he could have, 
could have easily been one of the greatest running back. But I'm gonna get back on this. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I picked up. I picked. I came back home. Picked up Margaret. We left with the clothes on our back, and and we left. You know, and uh, got married, and went. You know, we uh, went to Florida. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it it made. It, I went in one way, and it it made a man made a man out of out of me. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, yeah, discipline and everything. You know, you can't learn that. You can't the stuff that you can't learn from the streets. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it, it even some of the things that you were describing. Now, granted, I've never been through anything like that, mm-hmm. but um, the some of the things that you describe, like even just having to be put in situations where you have to just be fearless and and be bold and when you put in strenuous situations like that, it may, it, it, it does something to you psychologically. Cause to me, it seems like it, it makes you kind of question more than just that situation. Of course, like you going through these specific um, scenarios for different reasons, like, you know, like jumping off of the boat, going through the gas chambers, like these are specific to the military, but even just psychologically, when you going through these things, these are, you know, certain life skills that you picking up too, that really, you know, mature you because, you know, like not being afraid to take action, being able to stay calm in such stressful situations and, and think a way through it, empowering yourself to take charge. Like, I think some of, when you go through a regular life, these are some of the challenges that you miss that really make you a strong, solid person. Mm-hmm. You know what though, Marissa though, I listen. I listened at your show and I listened, you know, cause I talked to Marvin all the time and Jerry and, you know, it, but one thing I learned in life, mm-hmm. that's a common denominator for life. And if this is all through God, you know, through his grace and his mercy for you, but everybody have, you know, in order, he, he, he's a God of, of changing people through hard you know he changed your heart mm-hmm. and so he always take you he had to humble us mm-hmm. so he he take us all the way down you know just like he changed the mil- people in the military he changed every he, he, everybody got their own way that they done it to him mm-hmm. you know he humble you whether it's to drugs alcohol uh it's different thing you know it's, it's just different things and 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 when I listen, I listen in a different way because I listen at your testimony and it's just a joy. I always listen and see, I know how to listen for the way God go through people and use people mm-hmm. and, and how he break people down. Cause he can't use you like you are, you know, right, he, yeah. he had to fix, he had to make you the way he want to have you. So Cause you gotta way, see him. Yeah, to so believe him. Yes, ma'am. So his feel, so his will can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you understand your purpose that you have for you, uh, and which which you finding your purpose, and you reaching out, you touching people, and you helping people, you know. And then I, you know, I want to give you a shout out, you know, for your show, for what <laughs> you do, you know. Thank you. And you just don't know it's growing and it's you know it's touching people. And even from start to finish, I, I enjoy the product from start to finish. I I, I listen, man, and it's and uh and it's, it's you know you're doing a good job. But it, but it's that that's that common denominator from what Jerry had to go through, you know, being going through what he had to go through with the drugs and you know, and I know Marvin, you know, I know some of the things that that he went through, right? And uh and I know. How they how it turns off in the end. See, it's not what you go through or what you being, you know, what you go through or going through, but it's it's how you finish. Yep. You know, so and that and a lot of people we never really finish until the end. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, that's a joy. Yeah, but you but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it 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 it's funny when you think about it too, because, you know, me being young and when I look around at other people, like some people got it figured out, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, back when I, you know, when I was kind of, you know, going going through the things that I was going, when I was just, you know, proud and I had a big ego and all of those things, you know, I hadn't been humbled yet. So when you go go through those things, it feels like everything is happening to you um, until you realize that, you know, these, everybody got a story. Everybody has a story and these these trials and these tribulations are actually what what makes you uh, who who you are and like who you were meant to be because um, you were saying and it's just like, you know, to a certain extent, you kind of got to you kind of got to meet God or you got to have that fear. You know, it's something about when you so scared and you don't know what's I don't know what's next. I don't know how we going forward. I don't know what to do when you hit that that point, you know, where it's just like I just got to jump out on faith. And it kind of like remind. I think now that's going to stay with me. This is going to stay with me for the rest of my life. Just that vision of being, you know, at the top of a ship or something like it and just having a jump. And it's just, you know. Because you know when you in the, when you in the military, it's just like I I kind of got to because like what do you do if you don't jump? Right, you you exactly right, and then and then like you said, uh, you know like faith faith is tested. Uh, I ain't gonna say like every day, but you know it's it's tested, and then like once once we uh, uh, have continuous. Uh, you go through through things all the you know all the time in life. Every day is something, mm-hmm. and, and one thing, and then another, you know. And then it it it, it, it seemed to get easier, you know. It, it but it's not, you know. But because <laughs> yeah. nobody nobody got it together. But you just have people that they taste they faith been tested so many times, and yeah. so their faith is so strong. That they just don't, it don't look like nothing bother me because can I share something with you? Sure. Because I know me and you don't get to talk on these bases all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you it, it, it look, you know, you might, Marvin might say we got it together. We don't have any issues as far as that side. But, you know, so in, when I was about uh, 35 or maybe 35 or 38 so i i had to go get help I, mm-hmm. and i'm sure telling you this on my show i had to go i had to go see uh you know i had to go get help because because life was it was starting to get too much for me mm-hmm. and 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 it, so when you when you talk about your story yeah but see but see my help wasn't wasn't it wasn't like it, I didn't get the kind of help you got, you know. Right. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, and 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 that help uh, kind of pushed me. Uh, uh, I said that 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 wasn't the help I needed, and I actually, and that's what turned me to, uh, you know, going to church and and, and turned me to the Lord, you know. Yeah. And so because because uh, I I found a relief. Yeah, you know, I found a, a great release of stress relief. Uh, uh, you know, and I started learning learning more about life. You know, mm-hmm. through that. So and 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 so that w- that was my after that that was that was my joy. But I did ha- I had to go see someone. Uh, Sometimes life, you know, get to be be too much. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I no. guess I wouldn't know that though because I was young. <laughs> No, and then you know, like you know, and I know, like, like, so, you know, like my, you know, like Margie was saying last time on this show, you know, like, you know, there is a lot that I do, you know, I talk to my mother about, you know, just, just because of her age, I want to help her, you know, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, you know, so I do do share things with her, but just share things because that's what she things that she liked to hear mm-hmm. not to hurt no one's life but I, we share things and we talk and I talk to her every day so yeah 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 it it it's kind of 
I, I like that we're talking about it because I, f- I feel like it's something that people don't really talk about, especially in families like ours. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, uh, well, not even fam- like black families in general, it kind of seems like, because, you know, everybody has that motto, like what happens in this house stays in this house. And like people don't really like to talk about, you know, when they going through things or like what they going through. And I think it kind of lends to a, a, a misconception that like, you know, people ain't going through stuff. So then when you looking from the outside, looking in, it's just like, you know, everybody else is fine, but I am not okay. But how do I say something? You know, who's gonna understand me? And just being able to talk about like, you know, every, you know, when you look around, actually that's a lot of people that's going through it. Everybody going through something. Actually, you know, whether we talk about it or not, and it's probably more people that understand you than not. Yeah. And I, I, I think that, see, for, for me, too, you know, like, uh, I, I, you know, I was, I was away from the family for a long time you mm-hmm. know, because I was in the military. Right. And so, you know, and I came back and it was just, you know, uh, just life. People was just growing up and, you know, so we didn't, we just didn't have that time. Uh, like, you know, that closeness of time, you know, and we had to make that time. Boy, and I think we were starting to get closer before people started kind of moving out the way and stuff like that. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing I want to do, uh, Marissa, I, I want to give a... Uh, for for your uncle or prayer for my uh, brother, you know. Oh yeah. You know who was in the hospital. You know, and I think he listened to the show or somebody listened to it. But I just want to, you know, we just want to hope that, that hope that he get well and, and pray yeah. and stuff like that. You know, and and uh, uh, to to yeah. I always got faith. You know, I always got faith. I know, you know, it's it's tough, but I know it's going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then, you know, like, again, shout out to all the military, uh, Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Coast Guard, uh, National Guard, you know, and uh, even, and they're not military, but even the Salvation Army, you know. Yeah. Uh, we just, uh, and what, the, what they do, they are. Like you locally, you got your cops, mm-hmm. but but they the ones that keep you secured, keep the country secured, in the U.S. and keep you, you know, that's their job. You know, you it's there's no freedom without that. You know, like the Coast Guard. Uh huh. Co- oh, Coast okay. Guard, Coast Guard takes care of the seas and and make sure drugs don't come through, and then like they protect you. Uh, like let's say. They got that. They got a tornado that tore up and stuff. That's uh, where they come. That's what they come through. They kind of do what the navy, you know, what the navy do. They got ships and they got some on land. You uh, know, so they do a combination of things. They help people, you know, save people. You had to call the like when Mike Brown died or yeah. Mike Brown got shot. So you know, police can't protect so much so national oh and the national guard okay the national guard it's a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah so so yeah so that's what they do they protect like you got a war going on uh right now for russia yeah so russia just decided okay uh we want this you know that's ours and we want this land that you guys got and that's where the military come come in. In, in the United States, it's, we strong uh, for the military. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a lot of people just sacrificing, you know, leaving their wives and uh, their kids and going over there. And, and, uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, so, so why was that the uh, choice for you? And what made you pick the Navy specifically? Oh. Uh, I just didn't like I, you know. There was a guy that came up to uh, uh, to our school when I was in school, and uh, his name was Senior Chief Harvey, and I just had got a relationship with him, and but but the the thing that he told me was and uh, that I w- really liked it was the travel part. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, because I I wanted to have an opportunity to get you know get away and travel. I didn't want to be locked down in one place. And so and I have I've been I've been if you name it I've been there. That's on the all over the Mediterranean. Uh, oh wow! You want me to name some places? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've been to Spain. I've been to Italy. I've been to uh, Bahamas. I've been to uh, Rome. I've been oh wow! To, uh, all the Red Sea through the U.S. Canal. Uh, uh, Cuba, uh, from pretty much any any place. That was when you couldn't go to Cuba, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because we. Oh, had, but you in the military though. But they had war games. See, we we went over there to what they call Gitmo, and that's the war games that we had over there. We had to go over there. Yeah. They do war games over there. So what's had, war games? For for the Navy, it's like. So you're asking some good questions. <laughs> okay, so 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 we got uh we got missiles that you can shoot out of our guns that we got, you know, big guns. Uh-huh. So you can you can you can have a uh, so let's say they go they want to shoot they want to check the aims of they they missiles. So they can be looking one way and the missile and shoot the missile out and mm-hmm. go for a target and then go back out and hit the back of a target go behind your head and hit the target over that way oh wow so and then doing that they have what they call dark and ship so you can learn how to uh, function things in the dark turn power off and they uh act like you lose power uh, oh so it's to save your life really so it's kind of like combat training it is combat training, and then they they let you know what ship went down and uh, different things like that. So they have combat. They have different people, different groups of people. Might have Marine Corps, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was on what you call a fast frigate. All those ships out there is called what the what you call a fleet. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got aircraft carriers. That's the main one. I was on a fast frigate. You know, you got tugboats. You got. Uh, destroyers and they all encamped around this uh aircraft carrier you know because you take the hit before them because they got the jets and the you know it's like a little city yeah so, so yeah so so when you travel if you ever see them travel that's they travel in what they call a fleet so it's all of them it's all of them i didn't know that yeah it's all really yeah it's a, it's it's pretty it's pretty you know they don't just do they got they have a reason for everything it's so much i could tell you i guess so because if it's a battle then everybody (laughs) you can't just have one thing out there i guess Mm -hmm. there's so many things that you could there's so many uh things that you could do do out there you know know, that that aircraft carrier is what they say four football fields long oh wow uh, you know, and it, of course, you know, it lands, it land planes on there. You got, and it's like a, it's a city, you know, you got to take care of the city. So, you know, you got construction people, and maintenance people. And uh, so everything that you name on there, you know, I even had about a little book with some of the jobs that they had on there. Some of the oh, jobs. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's some of the jobs? Okay, now you see you really yell me now. Let me. <laughs> hey, you brought you brought it up. If you give me the line, I'm gonna take it. Okay, I'm gonna let me let me pull my get your readers on. on. Yeah, let me. <laughs> I'm gonna go through this. He he coming with the facts. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know that's what I used to do. So I recruited too. So. And while you looked that up, where were you stationed at? Um, so after I came out of boot camp, which was uh, which was was in Chicago, uh, was was in was in uh, Great Lakes, Illinois. Uh, so the Navy Pier just ain't an attraction. 
the Navy Pier. No, well, the Navy Pier, that's a, a, an attraction. It probably at one time they did <laughs> they did have something coming there. But you know, like I give you an example. Like, so I was stationed in Mayport, Florida. Mm-hmm. That's where my ship, that's where the fleet was. But during my time, we went, we had to go to the shipyards. So then I was stationed in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, they can, y'all, uh, the Navy can be found anywhere there's water. They can be found where there's water. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can, you don't have to have water because they have sure duty. So you could be stationed overseas in just a uh, hospital, depending on what you do, because you know you got hospital men. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got hospital men, and you got uh, uh, you know uh, maintenance people that can do that. So it just depends. So you have sure duty, you have uh, sea duty. So let me give you some some of the names. They got so many, so much stuff. So they got dental dental specialists. They got medical lab technicians. This is on the medical side, medical record technicians, uh, medical service technicians, uh, nursing technicians, occupational therapists. You know, oh, you wow. Them on there. I could tell you a little bit about that from, from that too, but operating room technicians. Uh, orthopedics, wow. Orthopedics. You wouldn't think they go through that, right? Nah, that, they got real life specialists. Look, physical therapy specialists. <laughs> Y'all got people we can't even go to. Look, look respiratory specialists. Uh-huh. Yeah, so respiratory, look, the, uh, 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 what they got, the, uh, what they, I forgot what they call the preachers there. Uh, uh, I forgot what they call it, so what the Catholic call them. Air control, air control, uh, Cause it's traffic control. Cause you saying it, it's just like okay. Cause it, you, you like the what you were saying. I was like, so it's a hospital. It's just like, oh, of course it's a hospital. It is. <laughs> of you know, course it's a hospital. And they the best. Remember yeah. when Trump? Remember when Trump had to go to the hospital? Oh yeah. Uh huh. He went to a military. He had a military guy taking care of. Mm hmm. Yep. They, they the best. Yeah. The best. You know, computer programmers. Yeah. Guys. Computer uh, special analysts, uh, uh, environmental health specialists. Of course, they got it. They, they got, got full fledged airports. Yeah. They got full fledged hospitals. Yep, intelligence. You know, you know, they got pilots, uh, mapping technicians. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could just I could go on and on. I'm just starting to. Th- th- so, so you can't get that. From from it, you know, some so it's just a different route that I took, and, and like what you asked me was, uh, what what made me go in there, you know, just opportunities. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it was just opportunities, you know, because so uh, I realized at a young age my parents weren't going to be able to uh, afford. We had five key people in the family. And mm-hmm. uh, so I knew I wasn't going to, they couldn't afford to send me to college. And I wouldn't put that, I didn't want to put that on them. And so, you know, I, I just tried to find a way. You know, if I, I believe me, if I could have moved and could have, and like Marvin, like he said, he always wanted to kind of leave. I, if I could have convinced the whole family to, to move and I would have done that, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah. It was just, it was just, I learned at a young age, you know, the area and, 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 you know, just trying to do better for myself. I I had no idea, but it was like jumping off, jumping off that, uh, board. Mm -hmm. I've been a board jumper, man. (laughs) Yeah. I've been a board jumper my whole life, man. You know, Marissa, I had to make a decision. Uh, so I work on ballers, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's the baller room hot. Yeah. See, the baller room get up to, at times, 130 degrees while I'm working in there. Oh, wow. And so, you know, so I, when I was young, it didn't bother me. But as I got old, you know, I, I started getting hospitalized and stuff like that. And so, you know, I... Oh! 
Hey. I so, know she always got to say something. Yeah, yeah. She probably think I'm Marvin too. <laughs> yeah. So, so I just learned. You know, I saved a penny, and and I I was a, I jumped off that I jumped off that diving board. I, you know, that's how I retired. Yeah. I don't have I don't have you know it it might have it might hurt me long, later on, but you know what? I I just put through faith and stuff like that. I just jumped out there. Yeah. I jumped out there, you know, I don't have no regrets, you know, and uh, so I jumped out there and I don't know how long I'm going to live. No, I'm diabetic and all that stuff. So, yeah. You, you, you have to say it like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, but, you know, I don't have because I because I all my trust in God. That's that's true. So, I mean, it's not I, I can't I can't fool nobody. I can't fool them. So I don't if. And I'm going to just say this, and this is where you got to live your life. Mm-hmm. If I, if something happened and I, you, you, you have this on recording that I said this, you were crying when you, but if I die tomorrow, I'm pleased with everything I've done in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not ashamed for it. And I, and I don't expect to live forever. Mm-hmm. But what I do expect to do is every day that I wake up, I want to have do something that's worthy in my life. Yep. So I don't, you know, long as long as I live every day that I got on this earth and give it all that I think that I got, I don't have to please nobody. But you know, I don't really, I don't have nobody to please. I don't, you know. So I'm not not ashamed. You could because I can't live life like that. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, that keep the doctors away. You know yeah, I mean? you know. So it's a little bit the same way, but they're more <laughs> than tell you on the thing because we're huh? a little bit of we a little bit alike, but just a little bit more than more outspoken. Yeah, but but I don't have a, I don't I don't have to please nobody. Yeah, you know. And if somebody get mad, it's not because of nothing I said to them. They just that's them. That's them. You know. I don't have nothing. Yes. <laughs> you, you want me to be real? You know. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't have no, I don't have no, uh, I, I don't have to live an apology. Now, if I hurt somebody, I'll tell them I'm sorry. You know, uh-huh. if, I, if I rethink it, go back and rethink <laughs> it. But you can't yeah. help them. But you nah, can't. yeah. I can't, you can't, you can't, you can't feel for everybody. Uh-uh. You know, and so, you know, I just, you just, you have to, you have to, you have to live every day knowing that, you know, when I lay my head at night, you know, because, because the way scripture say, you know, we, we have to repent daily. Yeah. Because we sin every day. We do. So, but you don't have to be shamed for it. All you say is just, you sorry. You know, tell, tell, you know, you're sorry or you ask for forgiveness. And that's enough. You know, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do, that's enough. You know, you can't live a perfect life. Nope. And don't try. You know, you can't. Don't try to live a perfect life. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. It it is. I I kind of like that you said that, because actually it puts it it puts it in perspective, because that's that's kind of where I'm getting to, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily the same, because you know, like of course, like I'm young. I feel like you know I want to live a long life, but mm-hmm. I do have faith. And I know that with everything that I've been through, like I have, I have built a special relationship that is all my own with God. Mm -hmm. And I have so much trust and so much faith. And he showed me so many times that he's with me and he got me, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, you know, I pray, I pray every day. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, and you hit a certain point, it's just like, I'm not, it, life is what it's going to be. Life right, is what right. it's going to be. Nothing is guaranteed. It's no guarantee that I'll be here tomorrow, 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now. It's no guarantee. Only God knows what it's going to be for mm-hmm. me. You're right. And my only, my only job in this life is to do what he asked me to do. 
which is, you know, like going through this process, finding my purpose, helping people the way that I'm able to help people and just living my life day to day and doing, you know, living the best life that I can for me. Well, you're doing, you're doing an amazing job and I, you're doing an amazing job and I, you know, I give you a plus, you know, you're touching, you're touching a lot of people. You touch a lot of people, man. I and uh, so you know, I just say you just keep doing what you're doing, you know. And look, don't you can't please one thing about people you can't you can't please them. Mm-mm. And don't try, you know, like get along, do do what you do. But you but if you try to please it, it'll 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 hold you back from doing. It hold yeah. you. Back. So you keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, you keep doing what you're doing. Don't let, you know, I had some sleepless nights. I've been having sleepless nights uh, because I've been praying. I've been praying about stuff mm-hmm. because, see, and, and I mean, this this politics and everything, the, 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 the devil is a deceiver. Whoo. See that's 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 the that's the whole thing, because the devil is a deceiver, and, she, and he'll put stuff in your mind that ain't there. That ain't there, and, and or it ain't real. Yeah, and you know you stay up countless nights, and 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 you think something is the way it is, and it ain't like that. Mm-mm. And so, and even even. Even sometimes you look at TV or turn on the news and you hear politics and what they saying, you you know it's not true. <laughs> yeah. But they just deceiving people. Yeah. So we got a lot of trickery and deceiving around here, you know, but I thought I, I, I thought about something the other day too, because I ain't been keeping up with politics. I did a lot when Trump was, you know, doing his thing. But I kind of pulled back from politics a little bit because it's just right. it's so much all the time. Yeah. And I kind of tapped in a little bit with this election because I wasn't going to vote. I decided to vote because I ain't one of them people where it's just like, I'm not going to complain about society Mm-mm. if I'm not voting. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because even though I might not have the most faith in the people in office right. at the same time, you kind of got to use the system and at least try. You can't say that it don't work unless you try. You're right. So um, I kind of tapped in a little bit. and I kept seeing all this like the red wave didn't happen. The red wave, the red wave, the red wave. And it's just like I thought about it because I ain't been keeping up with politics and I thought about it. And I was just like, what if they just hyped up this red wave to get Democrats to vote? That's exactly what they get you for. You just scaring people into voting. To get you, well, but it's the opposite. That's to get you so you don't vote. Mm, They want you to get, they want you to give up. You know, they want, they don't want you to go vote. You know, because the law has been passed. They trying to get back to the old days, you know, we we uh and then I ain't gonna really say nothing about uh, too much about politics because you know sometimes you'll hurt people feelings because they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying because you people get too sensitive you know. about these politics yeah, yeah I understand yeah but but the thing is uh, uh you know and I respect that I respect that but but see people like ain't out of May mother my mother you know. Mm-hmm. They, 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 women in general, they, they didn't get an opportunity to vote. Mm-mm. And so, yeah, we have to, you know, like if, okay, the line long, like if somebody asks me what time to go, I say, I'm going when, when I think the line the longest. <laughs> because I love it. I want uh-huh. to be out there because I know what, I know what people went through to, to vote. Yeah. And so I want to be out there. Like you say, you can't say nothing. And believe it or not, some <laughs> Some of them coming down to 30, 40 votes. Yeah. You know, so yeah, they're getting close these days. They're getting they, very close. They're getting, they, they getting very close. We we very split. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's a lot of, you just got to be Satan busy, you know. So, I mean, you got to be very, you got to pray about things. You, you got to know Lord for yourself. 
Yeah, you do. You know, Especially just, in this world. Yeah, not just listen to people. You got to read up and you got to be wise. And if you're not wise, ask the wise man. Because <coughs> mm-hmm. you got a lot of wise people around you. Not the foolish ones, but the wise ones. Yeah. 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 And, and, and you know, that's a that's a very that's a very good thing that you just said too because it's just like I'll even get on my Facebook <laughs> these days. This is why I don't get on social media a lot actually, because I'll get on my Facebook and I'll see people and it's just like they'll be saying things and it's just like this sounds so you know misguided. <laughs> like this logic is so kind of like backwards. But it's just like, I don't, it just be one, because I don't agree with you. Like that ain't got nothing to do with me. And two, it's just like very much a tell of just like what's going on in society now. It's just like, everybody is just listening, you know, to other people for the way that they should go about life instead of looking inward and, and figuring out what life is supposed to look like for you. Yeah, and most of the time the answers, the answers right there. All they had to do was ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like when 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 you have a rebel a rebelling spirit, you know that you just you know, it you know I don't I don't really but but they rebel, you know, and they just don't want to they don't want to listen to the to correct things, you know, but I just pray that that people just, you know, learn. They pray that you you can get a good spirit that you can uh, uh, figure things out. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just pray about that. You know, yeah. To keep keep things like that, I just kind of hold them hold some things to myself and just I just pray about it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I, I you know. I try to stay out of it. And even when it comes to certain things, it's, I, I, I very much have an attitude of just like, you know what, people are different and who am I to judge somebody else? Because everybody is going through their own life. You know, everybody is going through their own process. The same way how I had to figure things out in my life, mm-hmm. yeah, other people got to figure things out over there. And it's not my place to get all wrapped up in there and try to be telling somebody how to figure out life. They got to figure that out because just the way I didn't want to listen to nobody, when I didn't want to listen, God had to humble me. He had to show show me. And sometimes that's kind of just what it takes. And you got to let people go through what it is that they're going to go through. But, you know. But, you know, here's the thing. You never know what kind of day those people have. You never know what they got to go through what they're going through. Right. You know, this is only thing you could do is pray for them and love them, man. You can help more people with compassion and judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Love them. That's, that's, that's the best thing. You know, that's how you help somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You show right. Well, you helping a lot of people, you know, with you, with your show and everything, you helping a lot of people. Yeah. I appreciate. It. I just, I just want to get people to think. Uh, that's it. I just want to get people to think, and I want to get people to think and really start questioning things because there's a lot of people that's just misguided. Yeah. And it's just like we got to start thinking for ourselves. We got to start. We got to stop looking at everybody else to figure out our lives first because everybody is going through a different situation, and you can't base your solution based off somebody else. Yeah. Come on, like just think. You know, you just think, and it's just like, I ain't even going to tell people to turn to God, because guess what? When you go inside, sometimes that's exactly what you find. Right, right. You right. You right. Yeah. You got any more questions about your daddy or anything you want to ask? Uh-uh. <laughs> talk about I don't, I Look, I don't. I'm going to have to, what I'm going to do, I'm going to have to bring you back. So we uh, we going to wrap it up today, but I'm going to have to bring you back because I want to ask some more questions because I want to talk about, um, you know, 
of course, like what it was like, you know, being in the military and like trying to have a family, trying to find the balance of those things in the midst of growing up. Cause it sounds like you started your family young too. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I want to talk about that. And then, uh, you know, I would love to get either like you and my dad, you know, get, get, get y'all together and talk about some things. So of course, if you want to come back, you are more than welcome to come back. I enjoyed the conversation with you. It, it, it's just talking. It, it's just talking is life. And, uh, I, I, you know, I thought it'd be a little harder, but it's, it's actually easy. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, so it, it's easy. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, when, anytime. Okay. Anytime, you, you can ask any subject, anytime. I, I'm, you know, I'm ready, ready and willing. And I, and I thank you for inviting me. You know? Oh, it's no problem. It's yeah, no problem. Thank, thank you for inviting me. All right. Well, on that note, y'all, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. If you're looking for me, you can find me at MarissaY17 on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter when I feel like it, but I never feel like it, and Marissa Yarbrough on Facebook. And if you're looking for Thinker versus Speaker on social media, you can find us at Thinker versus Speaker on Facebook and Instagram and Thinker versus Speaker official on TikTok. If it's anything that y'all want to hear me talk about, any other like areas y'all want me to tap into, Put some comments somewhere. Let me know. I gave y'all all my social media. Let me know something. I can find it. Anything y'all want to know about, trust me, I can find it. <laughs> um, usually this is where I invite, you know, if you want to have anybody follow you on social media. I don't know. You don't have to. I know some people don't like that. Oh, me? Oh, well, you can find me in my bed. My <laughs> Just in my bed, you know, so yeah, I, yeah, but I, yeah. I thank everybody. And uh, all I'm gonna say is if you see a veteran, and this includes me, just thank them, thank them for a service. And uh, thank you, and uh, you know, thank, thank all the servicemen out there, and thank Marissa, thank you for having me. Awesome, bro, yeah, and I'd be happy to come back. All right, well, on that note, we're gonna see y'all next week. All right, thanks, Danny. Okay, later. All right, bye.